Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare tri-term medical plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. The crowd behind me was cheering loudly as we watched our school's football team score again putting us in the lead. I was busy cheering and chanting encouragement with my fellow cheerleaders when I felt someone touch my elbow. I turned around and saw Derek, one of the most popular guys at school. He wasn't a football player. He was just rich and brilliant. We chatted for a while until he asked me out on a date. I said yes because he was very cute and charming. I laughed when I saw him go back to his friends and get teased. Please take just a second to like, subscribe, and hit that notification bell to let us know you want more of these insane stories. The next day, I went on that date with Derek. I got all dressed up and looked like a doll when he picked me up. He was a perfect gentleman, opening the door of his car for me and opening the door of the little cafe he took me to. Sadly, the conversation wasn't that good. I found myself dozing off listening to him blabber on and on about himself for what felt like hours. He was incredibly dull. He had the personality of the color beige. He finally asked me about myself, and I was talking to him about my favorite horror movies when he had the nerve to say, wow, you're not like other girls, are you? For a second, I couldn't believe he had really just said that. And what's wrong with other girls? I asked him. I'm very much like other girls, and I love it. He then went on to say how he didn't mean it as a bad thing, but my mind was pretty much made up. There wasn't going to be a second date. He was selfish vain, and at the same time, awfully dull. Sometime later, I was in cheer practice. We were doing a human pyramid, and I was around the middle. The girl next to me was always rude. She judged the way I did my makeup and said stuff about me behind my back. The girl who went to the top was climbing when the girl next to me nudged my arm, making my elbow buckle and the entire pyramid collapse. When we were all on the floor in pain, she had the nerve to go, Ophelia, what the hell? It was so your fault. Seriously, what is it with these people? I immediately stood up and pointed at her as I went on a rant about everything she was always doing to me and how I always let it slide. The girls all sat wide-eyed, some visibly enjoying the drama as I called that girl out. Then she stood up too, took her hoop earrings off, which she shouldn't have been wearing during practice anyways, and strutted up to me only to push me like a six-year-old on a playground. I, of course, pushed her back, and soon enough, we were fighting on the floor. When the coach and principal separated us, we were both tugging on each other's hair, but then her extensions completely came off. She <laughs> pretended it hurt, but I said, oh, please, these are barely taped to your hair. 
Everyone could tell you put them on wrong. Since I was the only one who did damage, though minimal, I was the only one punished. I had to stay behind after school and mop the floors of a few classrooms and the main hallway for two weeks. One of the cleaning ladies handed me a bucket and a mop as soon as school ended. And when classrooms were empty, I started working. I honestly didn't mind mopping. The only thing I was mad about was the other girl not being punished. I put my earbuds in and danced around while mopping the classrooms. The cleaning lady from before then came into the classroom that I had just finished cleaning, looked around, and told me to move on to the hall. I never noticed how nasty the floors were after school. I mopped and mopped, but they still didn't look clean. I didn't notice my shoelaces were untied, but I tripped over them and crashed into a locker, the mop bumping right on the lock. The locker burst open, and an old-looking notebook fell out, falling open on my freshly mopped floor. I picked it up and read the pages that were open. It was full of rumors and secrets of people in my school. Almost everyone had secrets written in that notebook, even me. How did the owner know about the time I choked on a fly while cheering? Suddenly, it clicked. You see, my school was mostly normal, but we had a leak, I guess. A couple times a week at completely random times, somebody hacked into my school's loudspeakers and in a disguised voice began telling people secrets or making up rumors about them. The amount of students who left or got expelled and teachers who got fired was unbelievable. One time, a math teacher broke down in class when the loudspeaker exposed that she was pregnant with the married principal's baby. Let's just say we have a new principal and math teacher now. The notebook was insane, though. I figured it belonged to whoever hacked into the loudspeaker. I shoved it back into the locker and wrote down the number of the locker in my phone so I wouldn't forget which one it was. I had a plan to end this. Every day after that, I nonchalantly walked past the locker or watched it from afar, waiting to see who it belonged to. Every time I thought someone was about to open it, they simply kept walking. I had almost given up when it finally happened. I was walking out of class when Derek, the guy I went on a terrible date with, threw his arm over my shoulders and walked with me, asking me for a second chance to impress me. I wasn't amused. Maybe even a little uncomfortable, but we kept walking. He said he'd walk me to class first, but he needed to go to his locker for a second. I shrugged and kept walking, but then we got closer to the locker, and my heartbeat quickened. He then proceeded to actually open the locker? Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. And I saw him take out the notebook and put it in the back of his locker. I stood wide-eyed, not believing he was the one low-key ruining people's lives. What? He asked me when he noticed I was staring. 
I dismissed it, saying I zoned out. That day after school, I hurried up mopping the classrooms so I could go to the hallway. I mopped the dirtiest parts first so anyone walking past saw that I did do something and then went to the locker. I jiggled it to see if it opened, but it didn't. I then started hitting the lock with my mop, and after a few tries, it popped open. The notebook was at the back, closed. This time, I opened it at the first page. It was full of names and years in various handwriting. They must have been the owners of it. I started flipping through it, and it became obvious. The notebook belonged to a senior at the school, and when they graduated, they passed it down to someone else. I also saw that the previous owners were much worse than Derek. One of them wrote in detail how they dumped a bunch of bugs into the cafeteria food and got people sick. And another wrote about how they drove a student's car into a lake. Some of them did pretty bad stuff. What freaked me out about the notebook was that some pages said things like, if you get it, burn this book, or it takes over you. They wrote stuff saying how the book had some sort of magic. I shut the book and stuffed it in my bag before continuing to mop. On my bike ride home, I kept thinking about the book and Derek. He had done some pretty bad stuff, gotten teachers fired and humiliated students. But he wasn't the worst of them. And honestly, he did a lot of good for the school. He often picked up garbage or volunteered at events. He tutored kids and often sat with old people at the nursing home to entertain them a little. I was conflicted. Part of me wanted him to be punished for what he'd done to people, but part of me wasn't sure he deserved a punishment. The next day I went to school, still with the notebook in my bag. I saw Derek in class. He looked different. His eyes had bags under them, and his hair was messy. He was twitching slightly, and if he spoke, he did so very loudly. He was scary. I saw him digging through his locker and bag many times, trying to find the notebook. Later, I was walking down the hall when I felt someone grab my elbow roughly and whisper in my ear, You forgot about the security cameras, you little thief. Derek then grabbed my bag and tore it open, but I managed to snatch the book out of his hands and threw it to someone else. A game of hot potato began. Some people caught a glimpse of a page before passing it to someone else, and they looked horrified. Others took out their phones to record Derek losing his mind trying to grab the notebook, while others took pictures of the pages. Derek yelled at them to stop and to give it back. He looked like a caveman at that point. He finally grabbed hold of it, but everyone was already looking at him like he was a monster. They already had pictures and videos, so keeping the notebook private was useless. Out of nowhere, he started running, pushing people out of the way and clutching the notebook to his chest. He ran out of the school and straight into the woods. Some ran after him, but he was incredibly fast. It was as if he was possessed by something. The police were called and his parents were informed. They arranged a search party, so we all left school and went to look for him. My heart was beating incredibly fast. My blood sugar was low, so I snacked on a cereal bar as I walked through the woods with the cheer squad. I could hear people whispering about me. They thought it was my fault. They thought I had broken the school's golden boy. Then we spotted some paper in a bush. On it, someone had written burn it in red ink. Ew, is that blood? The girl I got into a fight with squealed. But someone said, shut up, Heather. And she did indeed shut up. I saw some more paper ahead of us. I walked a bit faster than the others, following the trail. I started seeing more and more pieces of paper, all with similar stuff written on them. Then I saw Derek. We were standing on opposite sides of the creek. He was panting and barefoot. 
His clothes were torn and he had scratches on his face and arms, as if he had run through sharp bushes. He was clutching the notebook in one hand so tightly that his knuckles were white. We stared at each other for a few Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Minutes. I couldn't get a single word out. He reached into his pocket and pulled out a lighter. He held the lit lighter under the notebook, and it began burning. We heard my cheer squad approaching in the distance, shouting my name. He twitched like a deer when they hear a sound in the quiet, and he dropped the book on the dry leaves. He then ran faster than ever away from me and the notebook. Something pushed me to run across the creek, not caring about slipping or getting wet, and I started stomping on the flames to extinguish them. I grabbed the partially burnt notebook, and a force seemed to draw me in. I heard voices coming from it. There was something sinister about it. I snapped out of its trance and chucked it far away into the creek to be carried away by the water. My cheer squad then ran towards me, glad to see I was okay. They saw I was upset, so we all walked back to the school. Groups of people in our town took turns searching the woods for Derek, but he was gone. Not a single trace was found. He disappeared into thin air.